0: boys lunch here we go happy new year have we not
1: recorded since new year
0: no yeah okay <laughs> hello everybody welcome back to boys lunch two teachers discussing
1: life joey and paul happy to be back as always you can email us at boyslunch1@gmail.com. one at gmail.com we do indeed have control back of our instagram but we have done nothing with it so if you are following it we appreciate it uh as always please do encourage others to listen to boys lunch podcast Uh, i've got some great ones that we've done recently well i think they're great but people have really enjoyed especially the one that we did on the house system but there's been others that have gotten positive feedback as well so again we appreciate (laughs) all of those there's those other ones
0: too that were good they've gotten positive feedback i don't remember it's been long enough i don't remember what we talked about
1: busy life busy life how you been champion oh sorry guess your son's a champion Do you want to tell uh, any listeners about <laughs> uh that? diving right in
0: uh the past weekend I had one of the greatest moments of my life because I think I won the biggest trophy of my life technically my son's trophy but technically my trophy
1: all your JFL awards
0: they were just like plaques that <laughs> said so, that you
1: played <laughs> yeah
0: yeah I got like ribbons and stuff but like trophy wise it was really only chess where I was getting trophies and I just my chess career didn't go past like they're great gotcha so there wasn't a lot of upward movement with trophies. If you, you play in a basketball team, you got a medal at the end of the year. That's you know? true. So I have medals and ribbons. I you, don't have trophies. You weren't on a lot of
1: state championship teams. Right. But even the state championship teams, you don't get a personal trophy. Oh, that's true. Your I team guess you don't get team. to keep the state trophy. Yeah. I mean, I guess your senior year, the football team did win
0: state. Right. So technically, I was part of the team because I was in the pep band on the sideline. Yes. So <laughs> I was dressing up that day too. Exactly. I was on the track. I was pretty much right there on the field. Might
1: as well on the field.
0: Ask any of my friends. Ask Jay. Jay Dockauer, if you're out there, could you have blocked that well if you didn't hear tequila playing in the background <laughs> by the pep band? I don't think so. <laughs> I
1: don't. I mean, you've teased people long enough. Why don't you, uh, why don't you share what uh... Oh, sorry.
0: Uh, Pinewood Derby was this past weekend. Oh. And uh, we submitted a good car this year. I was pretty proud of it. I was a little nervous going in. But yeah, won the Epiphany Pack. And then invited back in the afternoon <laughs> to race the best of the Epiphany and the Corpus Packs. And we won that as well. And way to represent Epiphany. Yeah. Actually, Epiphany swept it. We got the top three times. Get or t-
1: top three. Corpus, get your Pinewood Derby lives together.
0: Yeah. Um, a big thanks to just YouTube uh, for just showing me like three things to do to make my car fast. Appreciate that. One of those top threes or top tens is always helpful. Pretty me. much. It was nice this year he got to do a little bit more. Um, like he helped, like he can actually, I had, to, I tried to help him. Like uh, we were polishing the axles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so you're like supposed to use a drill and he just like, his hands were hurting from trying to press the drill. Oh. <laughs> so he ended up holding the sandpaper as we were like doing the drill, of the axles. But, um, he did most, some work. Yeah. Obviously I wasn't going to let him like drill a hole into the, yeah. That makes sense.
1: first. safety first uh, then teamwork. So you're saying last year he did less on the car yeah. and you did worse. Right and he now he did, did more and we did better and you won it all yeah gotcha but you're the real hero here yeah it was pretty exciting though. yeah it was, just, was nice it was awesome to see Cisco yeah Paul made it out to the derby as well so I got to support my nephew, nephew, nephew there. Henry yeah. had a good car a lot of good cars in there but uh, you were clearly ahead
0: above the rest honestly they're asking for me to run the derby garage next year
1: <laughs> <laughs> everybody was swar- uh, swarming yeah. around you afterwards asking for tips anyway just still riding a high from that that was exciting that's awesome. Yeah, it was so great to see your son's face. He was so
0: happy. Uh, anything else? I mean, can you even top that I mean, It's tough to
1: top that. Uh,
0: I don't even remember last time we uh, recorded, so I don't know what life yeah. dates we needed to, to share. Just
1: a real quick one. Uh, what did I just say? Life dates? <laughs> life updates. You know I don't listen sorry. to you when you talk. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I got to see a nephew baptized today. Or not today. Sorry. On Sunday. Really? On oh, Wednesday, Wednesday morning? <laughs> <laughs> you guys... So, yeah, it's uh, exciting. Yeah, Chris and Andreas, uh, baby boy, Rhett. Way to go, Rhett. Let's go. I baptized. So, yeah, it was great. And a uh, nice little gathering at their house afterwards. So, that's always fun. I do enjoy a good baptism. Saw a lot of that Sakura clan. That's really cool to see the family together. It is. That is a well attended baptism, and it was just our family.
0: Heck yeah. Woo-hoo. It's like the Italian mafia. Pretty much. Anyway, except for Polish. Polish.
1: <laughs> Cool, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm sure there's been stuff. Two and a half weeks since we last recorded, but uh, uh, Catholic Schools Week had that. It was oh, good. yeah. That people want to hear more about. Had it, a great I luncheon. Uh, the Dovskys are
0: like super generous and donate gifts to like the Catholic school teachers that they auction off or, auction, yeah. or raffle off. Raffle off. Yeah. Uh, I got I got a Target gift card, which is awesome because we love Target.
1: And Paul got a Ring doorbell, but it's not Ring. It's another type of video doorbell. For
0: all the people that are going and ding dong ditching
1: Paul, yeah. he's
0: finally gonna catch him, yes. or he's gonna sell it online for more money. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always fun to do that. Yeah, and
1: the Doftys are very generous. And the fact that they they're still doing this, I mean, they've been doing it for years. So, yeah, yeah. Always cool to come together though, as uh, four schools, one family. It is good to see some teachers that I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, and uh, all schools' math went well. So always yeah. fun to see my daughter actually. Wanted to see me, so that was fun, wasn't it? And that and that yeah. was fun getting to see our daughters at the, our the daughters, yeah, camp. and my son. Oh yeah, yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was mo- one moment where, like, I could see that he was on his tippy toes, like trying to get my attention, like not waving, but just like through eye contact. <laughs>
1: <was> just, like, <laughs> yeah, my just, dad.
0: He's like just so short compared to everyone there.
1: My dad could be any of these people up, yeah,
0: pretty much. There was a. Uh, at aftercare, him and a couple of the other boys were playing basketball, and they got on a topic of like whose dad was better at basketball.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, so he came to the car. He goes, "Yeah." I was like talking to blah blah blah, and like I told him, I think that you could beat his dad in basketball. <laughs>
1: First of all, thank you. That's awesome. Second of all, we, we don't need to be saying these things. He does talk about Michael Jordan and you in the same breath. So I'm, I know he's seen you on the driveway. Yeah, the coaching
0: has been going well. Uh, so, Saturday, while the Piedmont Derby was going on, I went and coached the team. Only five kids were able to make it out of the ten. So, five kids played eight straight
1: quarters of basketball. <laughs> uh, and they, like, hustled the whole time. I'm very proud of them. I'm just picturing myself as a first grader. Right? Yeah. Running for eight quarters. Like, I just...
0: Well, they don't, they don't... And it's a good thing they don't give them too much break because normally it's like five new guys coming in. I would hate to sit there for three minutes waiting for another quarter. Right. But when you only had five, it was just like... A, Sorry, guys. You got to get back out there. Fake an injury. Go yeah. down, kid. Yeah. I did after like quarter five. I was like, if you get a rebound, you do not need to go on a fast break. Just hold the ball. Let everyone get down there.
1: We got to stop this back and forth. Because they're going to die. They're not setting up plays. No. You know, they're not calling this out. Um, There's a just, lot of fast break. Let's get that ball break. and let's go.
0: Um, the other story I wanted to share happened at Walgreens. I don't think I told you this story. No.
1: looking forward to it. I
0: wow. um, had to pick up something for – Lucy had a diaper rash just to help out. And – the like medical and like name is Loacherman,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: but people use it for like jock itch and athlete's foot. gotcha, yeah, Like grown-ups. So the Walgreens brand or like the, um, actual name brands like Loacherman is pretty, pretty discreet right. in like small writing. It says jock itch cream. The Walgreens <laughs> brand, which is half the price <laughs> is just a box that says jock itch cream very clearly. Big bold block letters. Yeah, it's the only thing I'm buying there. I go up to the counter. There's no way of, I'm like, it's like a high school girl handed to her. There's an old guy still trying to get his money in his wallet there. So she can't put it in a bag. So she just scans it. So the two of us just sitting there, silence, her just kind of looking at the box of Jock Itch Cream. <laughs> Eventually, the guy leaves after probably 25 or 30 seconds. And she's like, You want a bag for this? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Paper, please. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can't be like, it's for my daughter. Like <laughs> you know what I Listen, mean? Listen, you don't like, understand. Yeah, there's no like good way. When I just had to like, parent, you'll know. I had to suck it up and just yeah. like swallow my pride in that situation. And like, here's the jockic cream. I'm purchasing this. This random employee who I will never see again. Yeah, even if they think I've got <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter if she thinks I have jockey. Like it does not matter. And I just <laughs> have to
1: buy this and go on with my life. Uh, just picturing you in like a coat with like the collar up and the bill pulled real low. Like over. a celebrity <laughs> trying to like yeah. shop in yeah, exactly. private. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, that's life. No, I can't believe you didn't share that before. So thank you. Yeah, I wanted to save it for the podcast. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Transition time.
0: It's been a while since we've been able to get on the microphone. It's been a while since I've been able to talk about the Brothers Karamazov. <laughs> so buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to as much. I've been reading some poetry lately. Look at you, culture. Which I think you have gotten into poetry later in your life. Yes,
1: yes. It was something that You've I- You've
0: actually like, you you have books of poetry, don't you? You've tried um, this. You've heard about this? I have heard about this. <laughs> You've <a> <laughs> yeah.
1: you seen this? You heard about this? <laughs> no, I actually have never owned any, but I have um, I've gotten into a few different authors and I've read some of their works. Um, but like, yeah, I don't actually own any. You own a book of poetry. That's a that's a big step.
0: Well, shout out to my mom. My mom got me this book. I, I kind of-
1: I'm uh, oh, sorry, I did was it requested or did your mom i did i, oh, I was okay. like
0: i put some things like hey there's some books that are but like she was trying to get some um, culture into your life. yeah she's yeah. like joey needs some of this um and so i've been working through that since christmas and i've enjoyed it's a dominican so it's kind of more obviously up my alley of like search for god and just like finding beauty in life so i've enjoyed them and, and been able to pray with them and it's uh it's paralleled well with i think uh just stuff that's been on our hearts for the past few years. And I think that's why we've loved the Brothers Karamazov so much too. Mm-hmm. It's because it's paralleled that um, intellectual side that we've enjoyed in, in the psychological and spiritual layout of, of the search for God that we see within our own lives, mm-hmm. within our family, within our friends. And so I think it's really cool seeing it highlighted in literature in different ways
1: and within arts and within our own lives. Yeah yeah well yeah it's we do keep coming back to the same book but it's because you you and i both share that like experience and it's it's helped us kind of reflect on our own lives and what we're experiencing and it's um yeah it's just the avenue in which we're sharing like what what we're sitting with and i think people people do that all the time whether it be Mm -hmm. through sports or music that they're listening those types of things so we're not trying to push this book on you people no Um, but if like i'm doing a podcast on the music and i talk about the beatles a couple times like sue me like i'm gonna you know what i mean yeah
0: exactly but it's also like the point of this podcast was for us to like talk about things that we like. Yeah. And I think this and is that's so. what we like right now. So, so, so get over it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need your listen. Okay. I have enough. You do this too. Here. Okay.
1: You do this too. Uh, but I
0: sent you some of the poems. Did you read them? Yes. Uh, did you like them at all? I did they it. resonate? Okay. Did, yeah. So uh, take that listener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One uh, affirmation. And I don't know if I should, do you want me to start with these? I think I should start yeah. with some of these. Um, I want to read them and I, I, are you a, a good auditory processor and listener? Yes. When it comes to like someone reading out loud to you?
1: Yeah, I, you it doesn't it happen well. often, but I can I can take it.
0: Like audiobooks you do well with? I don't do
1: audiobooks. But do you do well with them? Like if you listen to an audiobook, would it? I can, yes. I um, have a hard time trailing though, if it's a long form. So I bought like for road trip out to the seminary, 13 hours, I bought some. But then I'd find myself for like 10 solid minutes, even though I'm driving, Yeah, I've lost it.
0: That's uh, yeah. If it's a long form, I start to, it, unless it's something I've read before, mm-hmm. like Sela will, will call me out for when uh, we first had Cisco and I was like, be rocking him at night, listening to uh, like the order of the Phoenix, which is the fifth book of Harry Potter on audio. As if you had to explain that to me. <laughs> you, you, you read <laughs> Harry Potter? Uh, but there was two about this idea, this, this seeking. And I, I want to read them um, to maybe see if there's some value to you in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, This first one, truly you are a hidden God. For days, for weeks on end, I've watched for you in prayer. I've kept vigil. But hour to hour, day to day, you remain distant, unspeaking. You keep faith with the game. Undeflected, with a child's (laughs) utterly calm, purposeful intensity, you remain in hiding. I can find you nowhere. I'm so lost in a labyrinth of shadows and so blind to your radiance. It is as if I'm still holding my hands over my eyes and still counting. Truly, you're a hidden God. I've looked for you hour after hour in prayer, but you've remained distant and unspeaking. It's like this game. And you, mm-hmm. God, with this childlike intensity, you're calm and you're remaining in hiding. I'm looking for you like a hide and seek thing. Mm-hmm. And you're so committed to this part. that it, It's like if you've ever had your kids do it, you're like, no, seriously, like we're done. We need to get going. Great job hiding. But like, just make a noise so I know where you're at. This, I can find you nowhere. I'm so lost. Uh, it's as if I'm still holding my eyes or my hands over my eyes and counting. I liked that um, idea. Uh, there's some words that stuck out to me. I don't know about you. What was your
1: initial reaction when you read that? Uh, for me, I was thinking of the um, kind of the joy in which my daughters wait, and sometimes they're just like I they're just, giddy, they're giddy, and they're smiling, and they you kind of hear them giggle. <laughs> yeah, and like they're like grabbing their knees, and they're just like I can even like see them like like not even hid well but just like the joy in which they can't wait for me to find for to share with that, share that yeah. interaction, you know? And so, yeah, that's what stuck with me is this idea that um, the way in which God waits um, and the way in which with a child's utter calm.
0: See, and, I like that and, and more the
1: intensity.
0: Cause um, I had more of a bitter look at it. It's like, I'm looking and I just can't find it. And I'm mad that I like, I just, I want to win the game and I'm not winning the
1: game. Right.
0: But like when you bring that up, I do think of like how, how much they laugh. And like when we connect eyes and finally find each other mm-hmm. and how much joy god probably finally has like when things click for us yeah And we stop trying to like make up god in our head and we actually just less listen and receive god yeah because like that's the this the searching there mm-hmm. like within prayer you're looking for these things and you're like you feel like you're stuck in shadows because like you're in your own head right
1: yeah i think there's yeah you've got the way in which maybe um you see god in that scenario but also yeah the exasperated just like I'm searching i'm not winning but yet i'm actually the one that still has my eyes covered you know, yeah. like I, i'm the one that's preventing it
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: but i'm still yeah. like yeah i'm lost i'm seeking i'm like i can't see god i'm frustrated but i'm the one that's you're not
0: gonna find me when you're still in the corner county like, <laughs> yeah
1: you haven't started exactly
0: and there's a radiance has been a word that's just been um sticking out to me as well like it's been I think it was during advent. It was like, it just kept, it was in the liturgy of the hours over and over again and different like books I've been reading, but this radiance of God, I don't know why, but it's just been resonating. Um, yeah, this is a little word just to take. with like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like hidden from your radiance, I feel lost in these shadows. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of it is, is within my own self. In this other poem it's actually on the same page. So it took, or did you want to say more on that? No. So it kind of connected with this It said it took me many years to realize a simple truth. What matters most is not the felt presence of God, nor is it some ecstatic grace of rapture. It is instead the lost, untamed desire, the beggar's ache, the wound of longing in the heart. So the simple truth is that what matters most is not feeling God's presence all the time. It's not having this ecstatic grace of rapture. He says it's the lost, untamed desire, the beggar's ache, the wound of longing in the heart. And obviously those are like, Another with radiance. There's just been words that have been, again, resonating with me. I don't know how to say it in a way that doesn't sound like I'm uppity or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> when you said radiance, I was like
1: that uppity. Well, just more like <laughs> this has
0: been resonating with me. Like oh, I, okay. I just like don't want to sound like I'm... If you read it in your NPR voice? Maybe, but no. It's- untamed desire, a beggar's ache, the wound of longing in the heart. And I don't know if um, our high school listeners really... If that'll resonate as much with them, I think when you've been farther on the journey and you've seen more, mm-hmm. the longing be, re, is revealed more, yep. the begging and the ache, and um, the lost, and it's just not that I feel like completely lost, but I do I do feel that ache and I feel that that longing that wound, and I think that's the characters within the book. I think that was one of the main points we made with our podcast and our Yosha. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's, when he, when his, uh, mentor died, when, his, when Father Zosima died and how these are the things we remember when he was like, it's better to love unreasonably than to not love at all. And that, that's what I was thinking of this lost untamed desire
1: mm-hmm.
0: is good. That is better than feeling God's presence. Sometimes at least you have the desire, mm. uh, at least you have the ache and the longing you're
1: searching. Right. Cause I, I think if you're you're bouncing from like one positive affirmation to another in prayer or in life. You're just constantly seeking that positive affirmation, which is a good thing. And God gives us that grace in many ways, but what's going to allow that to sustain and for that to have a real impact is, is the recognition of a need. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's when I see the untamed desire, that lost untamed desire, it's I am nothing without you and I need you. Mm -hmm. And, and it's the aching of the heart. That is calling that to mind. And you have to, it's in that silence that you're just like, wow, I am nothing without you. And I wish to be and long to be closer to you. And maybe I'm getting in my own way, and maybe life isn't as I feel it should be right now, but I want to rest here mm-hmm. because this is what I know I was made for.
0: Yeah. And it's the ache, I think, that drives so many of our actions. Augustine, one of my favorite saints just the if you read the confessions there's an ache present on every page mm-hmm. and it's that idea of that longing if I wanted my friends to love me because I just wanted to experience love and that's what drove me to do these things I wanted that companionship with a woman because I had this ache within me and I think that's the. if you don't have the ache and the longing it's it's a path that leads us to like nihilism like nothingness you know I think right. the ache and the longing is necessary and sometimes that
1: leads you to choose things that reveal things about yourself mm-hmm. And you find that they aren't the fulfill. They yeah, don't lead to the fulfillment. When I see when he says the beggar's ache, I think of those open hands. I think we've used this example mm-hmm. in a previous podcast. This turning of the hands upwards and outwards of a of, of a beggar. I need I, what I need must be received, and mm-hmm. it's you that are the source of that, and so that's ultimately where I'll find that fulfillment.
0: And there's more hope um, in someone that at least has a long even if they haven't found mm-hmm. it in God yet there's more hope in someone like that than someone that's so confident in everything that they can do by
1: themselves right or wow. has despair yeah and you know, either either way
0: yeah yeah and I think that's the uh the characters within the brothers K the three brothers all have that ache in a different way and that's what's so fascinating about their different journeys and how they try to settle that ache and that begging
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh Dimitri the oldest brother who I, I maybe want to mention today I don't know there was. I, I finally got to the end of, of the Brothers K, and like the last half focuses on the oldest brother, the one who is accused of murdering his father, mm-hmm. the one who is like uh, he is the more that drunken buffoon, uh, very angry and wrathful and, and and bitter because of things that have happened in his life, and just the transformation that goes on within him and how his character changes and how you start to have this soft spot for him because you see the reason of his ache and his anger and his drunkenness um and how christ like transformed that brokenness and that ache into something that was like able to be redemptive like in like his acknowledgement of his vileness uh there was a line in there um what was it i'm a scoundrel yeah but i'm satisfied with it but i'm disappointed about how satisfied i am with being a scoundrel right that i'm lying that i'm stealing that i'm taking advantage of this person
1: and i hate that i'm comfortable in
0: that i hate that i'm comfortable in that I don't have a higher order that is guiding me. And I hate that I don't have a higher order that's guiding me. And there's like this cool, like tension in his soul, and he's desiring love so much. But it took something, and I think this is how I'll connect it connected. I won't get too much into that story. Mm-hmm. But it took uh this death of his father, this violence in his life, and this accusation of murder in his life, and he was about to take his own life because mm-hmm. the woman that he loved had been taken from him that he thought from his father, that his father stole this woman that he loved. And he gets accused of murder and is put on trial. And he admits that this is like the violent, uh, what do you say, the violent blow that I needed in my life to finally become this new man, that I am willing to sacrifice my life for other people and die to myself. And uh, it's something that we've mentioned in our life before, right? Or
1: in, in our podcast before, yeah.
0: sometimes we need that breakthrough
1: yeah that great that grace crashing through in our lives uh, and uh, a moment of clarity that is brought through um not our own like i've sorted it out but it's like something that's beyond our control he's been taken through the sham trial and accused of all these things and is you know but it's in his continual searching and openness to try to find an answer to why he aches the way he does mm-hmm. and why he yearns but has no answer is what when that moment breaks through that allows him to be self-aware enough and rest enough in that moment to to contemplate why and then it's like boom now do you think now i see
0: and i i want to get more into that next time because i want to talk about suffering and like Mm -hmm. how can we make the most out of suffering um do you think i don't know maybe we're just romanticizing a lot of this i don't know if the average person experiences like these violent blows or they're looking for them or even just like that breakthrough of grace yeah Uh, Maybe you haven't had it or maybe it's just like you're learning how to discern like where have those moments of grace been? Uh, Maybe it is. Obviously, it's probably not that you were accused of murdering your father. Uh, But I don't know. Are we just being too romantic right now?
1: I don't. I think part of it is. um, Yeah, I mean, it's not um, our stories will never one up. But in prayerful reflection back on trying moments in our life whether we recognized it in the moment, I think we can see that strain of divine providence mm-hmm. that's been woven through. And just like, this was a moment that it, not that I walked away. It was like, Christ exists. I accept the yeah. creed. Here it is. I know now it is.
0: My life has been redirected in some way. And I don't know why a and new, I can't change.
1: Is, and I think he's still and, yeah. in that section of the book, he's still searching, like he's putting pieces together, mm-hmm. but his life now has found a new purpose. Yeah. And so I think, um, that violent breaking through of grace, however it looks, it might just be a small moment or several significant moments in a row or thoughts or this like this soft voice Mm -hmm. in which God speaks in the, in the silent moments in our heart that it's like this, I'm beginning to see the purpose and direction of my life. And there's a new dawn, a, um, a new light that is kind of breaking through. the tone (laughs) horizon. Um, that is, uh, that has given me a renewed hope and purpose and uh, the means perhaps that raises that means to move forward and to try to continue to make sense. I think
0: that's what I was like, that's a better way to say it. I was just to not make it just be this like grand violent blow or whatever that has to happen to you. Like, I think the way you put it, until you hit rock bottom, you just won't get it. No, that's not what
1: we're saying. Right.
0: Like this, those, even just those simple redirections in our life of like, wow, a a moment of clarity. I think that might be more relatable to people that are listening to us. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what we mean when we're saying this,
1: like, and it's important to, to, to make note of these moments or to, that's why prayer is so essential. That's why mm-hmm. some people journal, some people, um, however they sit with these moments, that's why it's so good to have this restful time and reflection in prayer is so that we can take note of these things. And when momentum begins to build or that ache, it persists, we can acknowledge what it is and sit with
0: it. Yeah if I don't have an internal awareness through like self-reflection, I'm not going to understand right. these realities. Uh, I'll read one last poem that I think kind of hits on the, the image you were kind of bringing up. And this is the actually like the poem that he sets up the whole book. Uh, there's a image that they use for the cover of the book. It's a Claude Monet painting. Oh yeah. It's classic, classic. Um, sunset on the, what rivers? Oh, how would you pronounce that? It's in France, I know, but. on The sign? We'll- the sign? Yeah. Sunset on the Sign at Lavacourt, Winter Effects by Claude Monet. So, if you like the art that we've discussed so far, this is the art piece for this poem. Beautiful for this collection, <laughs> of course. Uh, but this is the first poem that I had read in this book, and it uh, it stuck with me. Like I, I kept reading it for probably four or five days in a row. I'd wake up and I would kind of do some of my prayer, and I would keep pulling it up. And I don't know why. I, I just I enjoyed it. I
1: love that. I, there's um, still poems like that. It is just like, it was impactful then. And
0: it but not deep. this one. You didn't like this one. You have other ones. That's <laughs> that like my top 20. I... <laughs> maybe not this one so much, but uh, okay. I know there will be other days like this. Other dawns as bleak. Other sudden storms over the sea. Other driving winds as crazed and untamed, pelting us with their chill black rain. But most days there are moments also of bold surprise in the weather. When if you wait as now, a gleam strengthens at the torn horizon. A light, unimaginable light, pours across the open fields brightening the air above the distant forest and the nearest trees, shining clear through the low trembling branches, dripping with rain." And I think when I read it, um, I was just working through a lot of like, how can I be a better father and a better husband? And it was like the little moments of, my life is just crazy a lot of times. And it does feel like bleak storms, uh, pelting rain. It was in the dead of winter. And my house is just set up in a way and yours is too, where there's fields behind us. So you see a lot more of this, the sunrise and the sunset and the changes of weather and clouds. Mm -hmm. And so that's just, as I was reading this, there was a lot of very cold mornings where the sun was peeking out and like just ripping across the horizon was this beautiful, like pink or something. Mm -hmm. And it was this great reminder for me every morning of like, look for those little moments, but yes, a lot of times life is busy and you're going chaotic. One thing to another, you don't have time to process. And it feels like you're just being hit with this chill black rain. Mm-hmm. But weather's funny sometimes, <laughs> isn't it? And you see this. And I don't know. Did anything stick with you?
1: I I think um, obviously the themes of light cutting through the darkness, but also that last line: the trembling branches dripping with rain. Like the, the storm is still. It's it's still there. It's still present. It's still present. Um, whether it be the echoes of it, and the you know, or it's you know just coming to an end. The the idea is that um That light remains there, and it's yeah. cutting through. And it may not be much at this moment, but it's
0: it still it could even be dark above. Right. You, the rain is still like dripping from the mm-hmm. yeah. And that's like our life.
1: And I think of um, actually this poem came to mind this morning when I was um, headed uh, east early this morning. The sun had just was just rising. The same picture you kind of painted with this mm-hmm. beautiful like pink and blue, uh, purple, and this lights coming up. But you know that it's going to get to a certain point. And it's been gloomy all day. Yeah. And but it's still, I'm holding on to that moment of light from this morning. That that was it impacted me. I sat with that. I rested with that. And then you kind of got the gloominess of this this classic February day. The Mm -hmm. idea is that the light is still there.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. So that gloominess of the like the darkness, whatever the rain, it, it doesn't always mean that you're unhappy with your job, with your family, with your kids, whatever, mm-hmm. but it, it sometimes it's just that busyness and that, that you need that kind of sunlight that finally comes through that reminds you of how good all this busyness can be.
1: Right. And that um, like on that trip home this morning, seeing that light, recognizing that the day is going to be a classic February gloomy day. It's not as if the light, even though when it goes behind the clouds is gone, mm-hmm. right? It's still present that's present and you sometimes you see peaks of it sometimes you have that overwhelming grace of affirmation but other times it's just a glimpse but the idea is that God remains there as that source of light as that source uh, of our fulfillment um and so I think that's also kind of beautiful in the image of that sunrise
0: and two things also like when the light is there that water dripping from the trees still remains so a Mm -hmm. lot of times our hurt our busyness our wounds are still there but they're illuminated Seen through this different lens, mm-hmm. like God is yeah. present, like that's always part of us. But it's how we, I don't know. And the second thing is driving home. You saw this, that means that you were out very early in the morning. Yes,
1: I was. You working out at the Y?
0: Yeah, this dude's a gym rat. Nope, exercise I... demon.
1: It's the dopamine, right? Just access to a treadmill. No, that dopamine when he gets on that treadmill, people. I am too heavy for our own treadmill at home. <laughs> the free one.
0: That... <laughs> I love it. Well, cool. Hopefully there was something of value for you yeah. in this podcast.
1: Yeah, thanks for sharing your poetry with us. Yeah,
0: you're welcome. I'm kind of a soft soul. Wrote those myself. <laughs> uh, shout out to my mom for getting me that book. Thank you, mother. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe I'll share it with you too,
1: mom. And uh, shout out to the chorus. All of them, specifically Chris and Andrew and their beautiful family. Shout out to Rhett on his baptism. For sure. And to Cisco. Um,
0: <laughs> heads up, by the way. I want to do a podcast sometime where we record our kids asking questions, and like we can play the recordings and have, and then we just get to answer. I love that. Uh, but I think that'd be fun. But maybe a teaser for you out there. There's
1: gonna be some good stuff coming from be Sienna, fun, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. She came into my room this morning, not yelling, but very loud. She's like, "Sing ones, not the one with the wolf, Dad." was <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> like, Dad why, needs to know this. Why is this on your mind I right now? I love
0: their mind. <laughs> dad needs to know this (laughs) well anyway shout out to our families to all the people that support us been there from day one appreciate you all all right
1: for the kingdom for the kingdom